Hello, my friends, and welcome. I'm Christian Wolcott, Senior Consultant and Kaizen Practitioner, and welcome to the Chillicothe Cast, an exclusive production for Kenworth Chillicothe. So you've been reading Lean Thinking by Womack and Jones for the past several weeks, and now we're on to Chapter 6, The Simple Case. The Simple Case represents a great story of Paul Lancaster, and Lancaster Technologies, or to be known as Lantec, and how he took the whole idea of shrink wrap to market. How he brought about then the, 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 the manufacture, the production, and the sales along with it of the machines that actually would do the shrink wrapping, and how that came to dominate the market. But the story is interesting in how it was told and how it led and found its way along the lean path which is why it's part of lean thinking and part of this collection of understanding and stories with the utilization of lean thinking. The story goes in to tell us how there was a lack of alignment between departments, how that scheduling and sales and production and engineering and the MRP systems really didn't work well together. Independently, they seem to work well enough in the earliest days as the company continued to grow year over year. But at some point in the story, we ran into their capacities. We ran into their, the, the issues that they did not function very well. We ran into the siloism that is evoc evocative of a lot of traditional places of work. And we see the limitations that are brought about when only traditional management is exercised with the operation and the growth of a company. Then we also hear the story of how Paul Hicks was a revolutionary thinker when he was brought into Lantech and how his thinking and his previous exposure to lean brought about many changes to Lantech. Now, they all didn't happen at once, but he took a look at things he and his teams slowly started to take a look at things, putting in place some of those concepts borrowed from Toyota and through his work at Danaher. They were looking for the right size, for the right kit, for standard work, for the use and, and the practical application of tack time, for single piece flow, and for the maintenance to take place with the tooling that was used in the plant during the manufacturing process. They used and pursued lean tools over a period of years in the manufacturing process, but then also in the office environment. Those lean tools, 5S, visual management, workplace layout, teamwork, batch reduction, standardizing our work, quick changeovers. And I know changeovers are not something we, that we see common at Chillicothe in the fact that many of our parts come in already made. But point of use, storage, quality at the source, total productive maintenance, cellular and flow concepts, and pull and Kanban concepts being utilized as part of their pursuit with driving waste out. You see, because that story of Lantech 
shows that they were brought about you know some new information in they took some persons with practice ron hicks had experience and a trust and a belief that lean thinking did work he saw it he experienced it and he brought that to an organization that needed to learn this that needed to be encouraged that needed to be pushed and challenged as well and there were a couple of things you know, as part of this story that use in pursuit of and with the lean tools actively pursuing waste every day everywhere and a leadership commitment to doing so to un that understood that lean was the only way that they were going to continue to advance land tech to get more out of the investment that was there to get the most out of the technology to bring the most value not only to land tech but also to their customers and one of the challenges a consistent challenge there was going to gemba to understand where lean tools should be used where waste was present and going to gemba in itself is an exercise of leadership commitment that challenge of the cadence do we go there often enough he recognized that you see because with every lean walk with every lean implementation there are challenges there are challenges that are that are latent in the organization and places like Packard Chillicothe have been around for a while there's history there there's belief systems there in management there's historical belief that things that we've done in the past maybe have been successful and maybe some of those things that we've done in the past have not been particularly successful maybe some of us have found that we've wrestled with lean concepts we understand them in theory but when it comes to practice somehow uh, they break down just a bit and that's going to be a challenge that continues that's a challenge that was present at Toyota as well again they didn't learn things in two years three years five years ten years they'll tell you that again it was something the study of lean or excuse me the study of Toyota which is what we know as is lean took place over 30 35 years where they uncovered and discovered techniques methods systems of driving waste out of identifying it first utilizing some practical methods like 5s for workplace organization like visual management so the workplace speaks to everyone not just a few but to all users it's clear where things need to be put and where things need to go that there's considerations that have been paid to the layout because like anything like any home or any business the layout can either impair or support the activity that we want to and choose to do in that space that we utilize teams cross-functional skills we break down those silos those departmental walls that confine us and yes some of those metrics maybe there's too many metrics that continue to reinforce that type of thinking batch reduction and I know Chillicothe has been working on that for at least some while that we challenge how many parts are released to the released to the floor 
How many parts are released to the line? How many minutes or hours worth of inventory do we really need to have line side? And for the workers on the line, standardizing their work so we're consistent. So there's a, a method, a, a, a sequence of work that each of us can follow each day, each worker, each shift. So we're consistent in the build of the truck. That we utilize point of view storage, having what we need, where we need it, to reduce that dreaded lost motion, that waste of motion. That we talk about quality at the source. Quality is always a challenge. And I know that in the last year that Chillicothe has struggled greatly with quality of truck, that that PQI number is really important and seems to be this thing that we don't we don't master it, we chase after it. And so we have to understand what are our quality techniques at the source, where the truck is being assembled, those vital sub-assemblies and the final assembly as it's being mounted on the vehicle. That perhaps we consider different maintenance schedules for some of our tooling and some of the machinery that we do use. So we're working at it with it as it was designed and not in any way impaired in performance that we perhaps consider. And I know that there's some places in the plant that do this already, but work cells where we can take subcomponents and immediately feed them to the line to reduce that redundant handling, transportation, delays, and whip to make us as lean as possible with the provision of the products and the subcomponents that are going on the truck. And lastly, use of Kanban. Have we explored fully where we can utilize Kanban thinking? Again, visually managed flow of materials and resources. Some of the other things we want to consider are the challenges for us as leaders. Like Paul and like Ron, there were incidents in the plant that took place. There were challenges. There were minds that they had to convince, including their own. And sometimes we try to take on too much. And that's one of, the, one of the possible conditions that organizations find themselves in. Trying to do too many lean activities too soon or all at once. And we flood the organization with just too many activities that we can't support or effectively manage. Again, Lantech was a small company. Or we run into the, the situation where it's lean thinking versus regular operations. We don't have time to do that today because we have hot orders or we lost something or the line went down, something broke, and now we have to catch up. Therefore, we have to step away and abandon what we would know as being a better, more effective, lean technique or delivery. We compromise on safety, our quality, or our production in favor of production. Or sometimes we spend too much time looking at just the one tool. Again, there's 12 principles or 12 tools to lean thinking. And we might migrate toward the one. I know many clients that I bump into are very heavy in reliance on 5S. And 5S is a great tool. It is indeed, no question. But it's foundational. And it's something that many of the other tools build on. And that's its point. It's to be built on, not exclusive. Other organizations might just do a bunch of training and then say, there you go, 
you're on your own, leaving many folks that are out there after the training, which you know may or may not have been complete enough with enough practical experience or enough support or coaching afterward. And what happens is that people get lost. I've forgotten what the lesson was. I, I, I need to be reminded of how to apply this principle. I need to be reminded by my manager. In what way is this working? Is this, is this the right way? That we get a little bit off course. Sometimes it's all about the training and we spend hours and weeks and days in workshops on, on site or online our noses deep in books and absorbing all these things with the idea that that alone is the answer is the absorption of the, the, of the tools. It's just about the tools. It's just about the Kaizen event versus who's using this? Who are our people? Do they see the opportunities in their area as well? Do they understand the need? Have we been convincing? Have we sold them? Have we told them? Do we show them our commitment and our belief? Do we encourage them with courageous conversations that say, I know we can do better. We deserve better as people. We deserve better tools. And I don't just mean hand tools. We deserve better practical methods and tools to handle and address our production and assembly problems that we have in the plant. We deserve a better mechanism and a better communication system for things like engineering changes and change notices. We need more effective communications and better tooling and better practice with how and what do we convey from the offices with the schedule and scheduling. We don't want to start so many things at one time that we would do what's called exciting chaos. That we're starting, you know, Kaizen events or starting improvement uh, changes across the plant without a plan, without one plan that just says, go out there and make changes, go out there and drive out waste, but there's no alignment of purpose. And the people are out there just kind of fractured left to do it on their own. But perhaps the greatest challenge that the simple case highlights is that belief by senior leaders, by Paul and Ron and a few others that are mentioned in that chapter, by the references that they make from Danaher to Toyota to them, to their year-over-year -year commitment to bringing the very best practices to the company for the company, with the company. There's a term that was mentioned in the last episode in chapter five about perfection, about true believers. Our leadership needs to have some element, some string, hopefully a loud and clear belief system in place that believes that lean is the way to go that they've seen enough examples that they truly believe this is possible here in Chillicothe. It's possible here on the build line and all the other support lines around it. It's possible in the offices. It's doable. There's more to be wrung out in terms of 
operational performance, clarity, alignment of purpose, people, and processes, and that our platforms support that, that our daily management systems actually work and support true growth for our teams, true advancement on problems, and that we're curious about problems, and that we look deep with their solution, and that we're inclusive. We ask folks to be part of this, part of this journey, right? We kaizen with them, not to them. That we bring this, we set this table each and every day as, a leader, as leadership figures across the plant with our daily huddle meetings, whether it's shop floor or tier two or any other meetings. This true belief that, that Kaizen is the way to go, that Lean has the answers, that there's a lot of, certainly a lot of challenge, but there's a lot of greatness to be wrung out. There's great things to be found yet at Chillicothe with the building of Kenworth Trucks. The first, though, is we must believe that we are building the world's best people. And part of that building is sharing in this belief system and the system and the tools and the practices and the visibility on a routine basis. It becomes part of our practice, our behavior. It's our voice. It's our words. It's our walk. It's something that we show time and time again. It becomes inseparable from how we operate. That's the simple story. That's the story that was shared in chapter six. So the challenge for us in closing out this episode is can we understand and truly believe in the use and pursuit of lean? The utilization of lean tools, all of them as they apply in the plant. Again, the 12 uh, principles of Toyota was for the building of cars. If we were in a different sector, those all, all those tools may not apply, but we build trucks. So there's a very strong case that all 12 do apply, that we go after and we pursue relentlessly, vigorously, with energy and commitment, waste. We drive it out from the office environment all the way to the shop floor, all the way to the receiving docks, and that we show and display a leadership commitment aligned as a group, practiced with leader standard work. We can hold it in place and audit each other to ensure that when we go to Gemba, we are serving that mission to serve others in Gemba. May you be filled with the spirit of Kaizen. <laughs>